Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. Uh, how are you, Hector? I'm doing fantastic, as usual. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. So you're, uh, we're, we're actually recording two podcasts tonight. Yeah, that's And right. that's because you are going, uh, as you say, on holiday. On holiday, yes, baby. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm heading over um, across the Atlantic to go and see my family. And it has been, you know, it hasn't been that hard, I think, it's to organize, but it's just... On top of the fact that, you know, we're already traveling a long way and it already has its own stresses and stuff like that, the rest of the stuff that you've got to do has just made it pretty stressful. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to just getting there and being there, you oh, know. Oh, sure, 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 like sure. Getting sure. all over and done with. Oh, no, I'm sure, man. Yeah, man, but it's cool. Like, we've got two very different um, acts that we're, we're talking to today, and it's, it's just been a lot of fun all hanging around in the oh, studio. It's, and it's been crazy fun already, man. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm ready to jump in. You ready? Yeah, totally. So, um... We've got Tyler, Joe, and James from uh, Butch and the Fat Thieves. How's it going, guys? Going good. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, James, of course, is uh, plays with uh, me and Hector in, in Kilbill. He's, uh, um, and Tyler did it a long time ago, too. But uh, um, we're here to uh, interview you as uh, the wonderful Butch and the Fat Thieves. I know that um, you guys have been in this room quite a few times, haven't you? Quite a lot. We're in here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Done a lot of live streams in here and stuff. Yeah, we've like done that. a lot of recordings too. Yeah, yeah. I really recorded in here. Yeah, as well. the the Christmas album was recorded in with uh, Justin and Live Music Community. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So why don't we j- jump straight into these questions then? And I'm going to start at my end, and we'll just work around. And just I'm going to ask th- this question is just an interesting one to ask everybody why did you start playing music like what was it like in your early life that kind of drew you towards music uh that's a good question i get that asked not too frequently but uh my parents always played music throughout the house you know my dad in in his garage would be playing different music than my mom would in the house you know yeah and my dad was super into music but he never really took it seriously played you know right but he was always interested and he uh, bought like most instruments that he didn't know how to play, and so I just kind of conjugated to the drums. I liked them a lot. Right, that's awesome. What kind of uh, music were you listening? Were your parents listening to around the house when you were young? What were your early influences? Uh, my dad was listening to like Zeppelin, Sabbath, Pink oh, Floyd, cool. Frank Zappa, um, and my mom was listening to. I don't even know. I, I like my dad's music a little bit your more. But <laughs> <laughs> I love your mum, Jean. She's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shout out to yeah. Ty's mom. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> way back. Hi, Jean. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, all right, Joe. So, what about what about yourself? What what prompted you to pick up a guitar and start playing music? So, mine's not as cool. Uh, I'm <laughs> a big nerd, and I got so into Guitar Hero that it was time to play a real guitar because someone else has said that as well you know Joey Calderio that reggae yeah. guy yeah like it, yeah. it was exactly his answer yeah. as well I mean it was that I was a kid at the time so it just had a cultural impact I think it made the yeah. next generation Nerd. of rock musicians sure so when you yeah. picked up that, that guitar for the first time did you look at it and were you perplexed as to where the buttons were oh or? yeah it's <laughs> like it's no there's no way you can glean anything from that game that will help you play a guitar at all not, not other than maybe look, like rhythm and timing bit. Yeah, but no. just the stance, right? Your your power stance. The power, there you go. <laughs> That's I about was it. definitely I was kind of surprised to uh, find out that when you play in band and you play live, you can't. 
<laughs> tilting the guitar up doesn't add any star uh, extra power. value. Star There's power. no star power. No yeah. one looks at you like you're doing anything cool. That'd be awesome yeah. if you were like on stage and you got star power. When you I that. think we should just do it one time and see if a crowd gets it. <laughs> I reckon if you do the thing where you you know how some like punk bands and stuff like swing the guitar all the way around their bodies. Oh my like, yeah. yeah. I think that probably gives you star power. Like, yeah, <laughs> I've seen so some many really good strap of locks that. of that. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, James? What, how come you started playing music? Uh, I started playing music a lot later in my life. I was actually really, really bored um, <laughs> in the military, and I yeah. had nothing to do but really, like drink, and I needed to find something else to do. For sure. Because otherwise, I was just like, that was all I was doing. Yeah. What did you start on? Uh, bass. Right. Bass cool. was my first instrument. And so that bass that... Um, I've been borrowing that little red one. Is that the, what, the first one you got? Yeah. And you had that up um, like in the army and everything? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so um, in terms of like your um, family life when you were young, did did your parents listen to music when you were growing up? All the time. What kind of stuff? Everything. My dad was uh, like a Beatles and Elvis person, and my mom was like Linda Ronstadt. Dominic and the donkey. That was more my dad. <laughs> that was definitely more my dad. <laughs> I don't even know what Dominic the Donkey. Is that that? The, isn't that isn't that's on the Christmas album. Christmas Christmas that's the one where okay. that's the one where Joe is doing the donkey noises. It, and that's like an it's, is that like an Italian? Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. it's like a very folky. I hadn't heard of it. Yeah, it's a very folky it. Italian. Yeah, thing. I never heard of it until you guys put it on the <laughs> album, and now it's like my favorite song on the album. <laughs> yeah, I did hear it today. Now thinking about it, and I I was wondering, like I was thinking to myself, what, what where is the this? hell did this come from? <laughs> Yeah, yeah ben it's sense. an amazing story if you actually like listen to the words because it's like about a donkey that helps Santa deliver presents because Santa's flying reindeer can't climb the hills of Italy. Right, like can't fly over, which makes complete sense, right? Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. The whole so you song. need a donkey. Yeah, yeah. so you need yeah. a donkey because yeah. yeah, that's the only thing Italians have. Yeah, ben sends me a random text today. He says, he "says I'm listening to the Butch uh, Christmas album." He says, "I'm listening to Christmas music." In June, driving down A1A, he goes, I think I'm losing my mind. (laughs) (laughs) It was a very strange experience. I had it on real loud. There was a storm coming in. It was super humid, but the sun was still out. And there was all these people in beach clothes running up from the beach. And I was blasting (laughs) Christmas music. I had to pull over and just take a minute. I was like, I have to collect myself right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Totally. So um, this is a fun one. and I'd I'd like to hear from all of you on this one. like uh, as Butch and the Fat Dudes, do you guys have actually? You, why don't you nominate someone to answer this? Do you do you have a writing process? Yeah, we do. In a way, either the music comes first or the vocals come first, right? And then we all kind of collaborate. You know, I've wrote choruses. James has written choruses. So, so. do you sometimes write both write the words together? Sometimes. Because yeah, you all write the words together sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Joe's, Joe helps a lot too. That's awesome. And then the music, obviously, like each instrument is, or each instrument, we'll, we'll kind of learn our own way on our each instrument of what song and what the song needs. Right. But Ty does a lot of our like really good writing. He does a lot of, he brings a lot of stuff other than just the drums to it. He'll bring like rhythm lines and just like melodies and stuff like that for right. us to work with randomly and it like some of that stuff like the, the songs that we're going to end up playing later today and stuff like that it's going to be oh cool a lot of the stuff that he wrote okay yeah that's really interesting because i know that like um through through working i mean you know you, you and i've played a lot together but we've never done a huge amount of writing together we did do a little bit didn't we 
Yeah, there was a, yeah, there was a couple of times when we wrote together, but um, you know, we've done a bit more with James. I know he's creative, but I did I didn't realize how much of the writing process you were responsible for. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, technically, I guess you could say I'm Butch and Butch and the Fat Tubes. Right. That's what they like to say. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he is. I don't. That's I don't want to cool. go. You know, I don't. I'm not saying my name is Butch though. <laughs> <laughs> but you are. It would be a pretty good cool name. I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so, like individually, when you guys are, I, I know, I know James does because um, he's been getting it better at the banjo leaps and bounds. But do you guys practice? Yeah, yeah. like individually. Yeah, like, I think everyone would say not as much as they'd like to, but yeah, right. yeah. Um, you were saying earlier, um, Tyler, that uh, you're taking a little break from the drums. Is this? Uh, the, yeah, I mean, the only thing that I'm in right now is butching the fat tubes. Right. Um, which is pretty light for him because for a while he was like the yeah. rest of us who had like multiple projects and played all bands. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played a lot with a lot of different people, a lot of different genres. Teaching and everything else. Doing yeah. all that stuff, you know. I kind of want to take a break from that and find my passion again for it because it was getting too, you know, got to pay the bills, got to pay this, yeah. got to make the money. It wasn't consistent enough. So... I don't know. I'm working on it. <laughs> I I know what you mean about like you know because I've been playing just so much for so many years, yeah. and I definitely lost heart. You know, a couple of years ago, I'm really feeling it that much, and but I did manage to get it back. And it, I think you know, just that just getting like a good frame of mind about it, and 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 yeah, actually sure. experiencing joy through doing it is so important. It's like what you're doing. Get four other ones. It's like know. any any kind of job, you know. You gotta yeah. like what you do. Yeah. So absolutely, he won't tell you, but it's because I'm in the band that he's happy now. So. <laughs> you're a great <laughs> fit, not, dude. Not you're a great fit. That, <laughs> I love the band more because you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, like, when it comes to practicing guitar, what kind of what? How do you how do you go about it? If, do you do you sit there and like run scales and stuff like that? Um, I should do it a lot more. Yeah. No, I usually actually use time when I'm practicing or playing alone to try to get creative and write stuff because this yeah. band leaves me a lot of space to do. I'm trying to do a lot more melodic stuff in our That's songs great. because we just have a lot of space for it. Sure. So um, I'm usually doing something like that. I should probably practice my scales more. I only practice them when I'm trying to write a solo that I can't write because I'm so out of shape. Right, yeah, um, yeah. But otherwise, yeah, it's... I, I like to play guitar. I've got a new keyboard that I've been using lately, too, so I, oh, my neat. hands have been on other things lately. Are you going to uh, try and sneak that into Butch, you think? Maybe, That'd if they, cool. li- like if they let me. <laughs> you know I would really never say no to this. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. Butch and the electric tubes. You can have a first guitar. century tubes. Oh, oh yeah. my God. No, if he's doing me a guitar, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no freaking way that he gets to do the guitar. I'm sensing the next <laughs> Butch album is going to be an 80s-themed album. <laughs> Neon outfits and all. Hell yes. Leg, I mean, leg warmers. 80s music has been, like, popular literally since the 80s but I feel like right now people are nuts for 80s music just yeah. feels like another little bubble of it is happening you know because they're really loving, like accepting the cheese of it and just yeah. loving it just running with yeah. it yeah totally pretty <laughs> pretty <laughs> and pink <laughs> yeah with, with Killbillies we've been trying to learn some new 80s new cheese haven't we we need to sort of get on that one a little bit more but. we do <laughs> <laughs> so um when you're picking your covers for Butch, like, uh, w- 
How do you go about that? Like, what's your sort of, is it just songs that you like or do you kind of have a, like a method for picking covers for books? It's songs that we like and songs that we think would really, like, play well into the style that we do, like, would sound really cool in our style. Right, yeah. I know I've talked to you about it before. And, you know, you've been like, you didn't want it to be like a really just intense kind of, you know, like balls to the wall punk thing. You know, it's more like you want it to be feel more like rock, you know, like kind of. And, uh, you know, when I've heard you play, it totally does sound like that big, full kind of rocking sound. And it's more punk than not, but it's not like, you know, skate punk, you know. Right. We call it rock punk. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Any... Me, me and him have more rock influences, whereas James brings the punk in. Yeah, which we both, you know, like punk now because of James's influences nice. and stuff. You know, it's fun yeah. to play too. It's a lot of fun to play, and you can tell. Like the first album was influenced mostly all my music. A lot yeah. of it was yeah. stuff that I brought in writing that I had been writing for years and had been doing that was all punk influenced. Yeah, and now like the new album was a lot of the stuff you heard today and some other new stuff from even me that is influenced by what I've been playing with them and oh, stuff like that. So we're evolving more toward the rock side. A lot of our new stuff has just totally different sound. Goodbye is it's a metal song. Right. Like, yeah. That's like a metal and rock song. It's not really a punk song at all. And like there's a bunch yeah. of other songs that we have that are just not yeah, because that first that album fit. is very punk, and there's a lot more scar and reggae on it than you'd care to admit as well. I always feel like I'm obligated to put some sort of scar in there, because <laughs> yeah. well, I like the upstroke, and it's like, yeah. just because we do that, it's like, that's why we're not allowed to have a horn, because if yeah. we do that and have a horn, we're, we're now a ska band. Band. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, no. Well, you know, I would be get the out. I know you would. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You just said a few minutes ago how um, they have they have such a big sound, and that's that's actually one thing I've noticed going to see you guys, you know, several times now. That for a three piece band, you know, you guys do have this like enormous sound coming yeah. off the stage, you know, and I it, and it and it's not like I've seen other three piece bands and they have you know they have extra tracks or they've got loops or they've got whatever, but I mean, you guys are just flat out just raw man, drums, one guitar, one bass, a couple of vocals, and. You know, and that's it. You know, I, I or three vocals sometimes. You know, and and it's 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 pretty amazing, like totally. how the wall of sound that comes off. You know, like when I see you guys at prop, it's like deafening almost. Yeah. You know, it's like crazy. I think the combination of the way that um that you have your bass set up and dialed in with that kind of mid rangey punchy yeah. tone uh, and like. You know, just ha- what you're doing with the guitar just is really fills up that whole space. Yeah, you know? we both like we're both re- kind of tone nuts. Well, yeah, and we're tone nuts for spots that like are totally different areas, and we don't really overlap our sound. We take up two big fat areas in our own sections. Yeah, he has like a super crunchy tone, has a lot of like good solid crunch on there, but a lot of mid and bottom as well. Yeah, and then I pick up right at the bottom of his and hold that all the way into the yeah. lows. Yeah. Have you um, ever experimented with, like, two separate cabs? Have you ever done that, tried to mess around with that stereo type of thing? Yeah, so, like, when we did the Christmas album, I actually did a take out of my rig and a take out of uh, the Marshall stack that's here. Right, and that's cool. we did that on every track. We, that's we awesome. We did one on each amp and each system. It sounded great. Uh, yeah, that's why that album sounds yeah. freaking Oh, yeah, 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 yeah it sounds really <laughs> the good. The opening of that one with like the first and Rudolph, man, it's yeah. just like it just hits you. Boom! Yeah. It's a lot of energy behind it. No, I was, I was 
really into it today. It's like what three hundred and <laughs> something beats per minute. I, don't I don't know. think it was like three eighty or something like that. <laughs> it, was, it was fast. For a little bit in Sonic Boom 6, I had two cabs live, but it just got to the point where it was like a van. Like, it was cool, and it did sound like there was two guitars, you know. I, I, it was basically the same tone, but the two cabs were really different, so it sounded different out of the two cabs, and I just had them one on either side of the stage. But, yeah, but that's uh, not the same as having, like, an actual other guitar no, in any not. way. It just, no. It'll add fullness, but it won't add what a, another guitar can really add in the end, no, you know. Right. Absolutely. You're right. I was just, um, you know, thinking about it in terms of like how, how you achieve that three piece fullness, because I was the only guitar player in, in Sonic Boom 6 as well. And I was kind of trying to come up with all sorts of different ways to fill it out as well. I don't know. His, guitar, his amp is freaking tiny. It's, right. it's surprisingly it's, simple, it's, actually. <laughs> it's like every time we're up there and he doesn't even turn it up. And it's, it's, there's so much coming out of it. It's amazing. Well, so That's is awesome. your bass cab, though. You have the, the isobaric. Yeah, you have that tiny the little, little isobaric. Uh, minor 212s, yeah. Yeah, man. Little baby. It's, it's tiny. And and it's, it's, and I've it's, used it in outdoor gigs, and it's been more than enough yeah, volume. Yeah. <laughs> something which I think is really interesting, seeing as we got you on here, James, something I think is really interesting about you is that it... You, you know, if someone asked you, you wouldn't say that music was your first, th- you, like, you know, it's thing. And yet you're probably more busy than like 95% of the musicians down here, <laughs> you know, which which I just think is really cool. You I have know? trouble saying no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, right there with you, man. Right there it's with really you. really tough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's awesome and, and, and inspirational, really, and just a testament to how much you can do if you just put your head down and do it, you know? Yeah. Like, something I've always respected in you since I've known you is the amount you get done, you know? It's really pretty impressive. Yeah, I call him, uh, what is it, Bob the Butler? <laughs> the He's got like every job under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. Yeah, to go from um, you know the army to cutting hair and also being like you know a, li- a litany of bands of completely different styles. Is I also cool. worked yeah, on cars. I've worked on cars. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I, I was a cop in the military, so I did security as well. And right. Did stuff like that. I cooked for years. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Did you? Years, yeah. <laughs> I can do a job anywhere. There you go. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, you just threw you into the Australian outback. I'd be fine. Before you know it, James is like running a restaurant out there. Yeah, I'd just yeah. be like cooking up kangaroos. <laughs> Rang- wrangling kangaroos. <laughs> Kangaroo wrangling. <laughs> so um in terms of like bands down here and and the scene and stuff like who who do you kind of feel like butch so ideally plays with and who what sort of bands do you like down here and like where do you feel like you sort of fit in in the in the punk scene and, down and here? two part two part question there uh who have you not played with that you would like to play with yeah that's, That's kind a good of, question. It's a bit of a difficult question just to get through. I would like to play with the Bastard Sons. Yeah. yeah. I've never actually played with them. Yeah. Seen them a couple of times. They're really, really cool people. They always bring, like, a ton of energy to, like, shows. Nice. Yeah. I always wanted to play with them. Yeah. Yeah, they're sick. Totally. Like, um, have you ever played a show with the Muggles? Yeah. A long yeah. time ago. I yeah, think they have. with Prop, with, like, a... It was a Prop because I saw it, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? cool. The pirate one. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justin's the drummer with no name Scarbound now. This singer oh, from the Muggles. They're freaking. Yeah. yeah, they're cool as shit. I like them. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's because we we because we we randomly fit with them. 
We don't really yeah. fit with a lot of like the the like a lot of the punk bands are really like hardcore punk bands, and we have a few songs that we can do that are in that realm. Yeah. But our entire set really doesn't come off that way, and yeah. we end up getting paired with bands a lot of the times that are like hardcore freaking bands. Yeah. That's why we try to run away from the punk thing because. If you say that, everybody thinks that you're, like, death metal and hardcore. Yeah, yeah. And we've played, like, multiple shows where they're, like, we were the only band you could read our logo. Yeah, yeah, and It's just, yeah. like, and then we go up there and we're, like, singing harmonies and, <laughs> like, douchebag singing and, like, everybody's, like, what the yeah, fuck a lot, is there's there's a lot of these guys? <laughs> there's a lot of pop in your sound and I think that, you know, it's a gr- great thing. But you're right, like, there's not, like, a million pop pop sort of poppy no kind of there's one that out, um what, what's that one band pop, that I pop. like playing with it's a pop punk band really bands. bad with band names um we've played with them I know I'm sure I know who you're talking uh, about it's gonna kill me it's gonna kill me but they're a really good band I'll think of it in a minute I'm sure uh, Rideshare no there you go oh, Rideshare you go. they're oh, a really yeah. cool like they're a really really cool pop punk band they sing with harmonies stuff like that I, yeah. I enjoy playing with them they seem to fit us Closely, yeah, the yeah, closest yeah. fit that I that we've played with for sure. Yeah, there was this great band um, that we used to tour with um, in Sonic Boom Six that just did that. Um, they, there was some similarities to you guys. They, they were called they were originally called Pickled Dick, but they changed <laughs> they changed awesome. their name they changed their name to Mike TV. But they were great. And it was this, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's completely like. Two ends of the spectrum, man. Yeah, right. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah. Interesting change. I know. Someone right. had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were great and they 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 had a you know similar vibe like the three part harmony and the and the kind of the the sort of the mid pace kind of thing. You know? <laughs> so me, so the, in Killbillies, there's a stupid thing where there's a speed that Killbillies can't play at, right? Which is like it's hard to explain, but we can do half time and we can do double time. But there's this like mid pace where everything just falls apart, and like every now and again we accident, I accidentally count us in at mid pace, and the whole thing just <laughs> falls we all to have pieces. like an instant panic. Mid pace. It's become this stupid like kind of. Private joke thing. Uh, um, so, in terms of bands down here, you're actually more busy than most in terms of like getting out of the state. Like, um, you've done a bunch of touring. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Why don't you tell us about it, Joe? Yeah. So, our last trip actually, we went to where I'm from. So, I grew up in right. Wisconsin. So, we did we did like a Midwestern tour. We stopped in like Michigan. I think we did Tennessee on the way up too. Yep. But we Murphy's were Borough. we were mostly in. Uh, we did Ohio, too, but we were mostly in Wisconsin. We bounced between Madison and Milwaukee. Right. That's um, awesome. I've never been in that, that area fun. of the country. It's yeah. awesome. Milwaukee. I, lo- I love Milwaukee. Yes. Yeah. It's a fun place to be. It was great. Yeah. It's was, was definitely probably one of my favorite cities that we, like, toured in so far outside of Boston. So, yeah, Boston, Boston was cool, too. Sure. Yeah. Where did you play yeah. in Boston? Can you remember? Alston. It was right. o- o- O'Brien's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that Sonic Green Six has played there before. It was nice. That was yeah. cool. I like that, too. That was yeah. a fun one. The the, the Jersey, Jersey was one of my cool. favorite ones. Yeah. yeah, Jersey was a lot of fun. I'm from yeah. I'm from New Jersey. Did you get out to Asbury Park? Did you play in Asbury? Park? Uh, no, we didn't play in Asbury. No. We played in Trenton, and we played. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's not you know. Yeah, it was Trenton. amazing. Woo. Trenton train <laughs> station. You know, it, was the mil, it was the Mill House basement. I've, I've met a few awesome, other people who played there. It's it's such a small little shithole. 
It was so much fun. It was just like really like the basement punk show. There's something about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what it did totally. That well, some of sure. my best times of my life have been in those when you're literally in the basement of a student house. You know. Yeah. And like the plasters falling off the ceiling. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. You can barely like like even leap up a little bit because my short ass is hitting the fucking ceiling. <laughs> a lot of crab walking. <laughs> we played uh, we played in New York uh, with the Nirvana tribute a couple of times, and I remember this one show they they hired us for this. Um, this club called the Pyramid Club, and we were all excited because Nirvana had actually played there before they had gotten big. So we were like, man, this is great. We're going to play the Pyramid Club. Like, And I didn't know what the Pyramid Club was. So in my head, if Nirvana had played there, it's got to be a cool place, right? And when we got there, it was just like like you're saying. It was this, this <laughs> shitty little tiny, like, I mean, closet-sized uh, basement and like one way in, one way out. You're thinking if there's a fire, we're screwed, you know. <laughs> and it was just the the tiniest little shithole of a club. But you know, but Nirvana played there, so that was cool for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But it was, it was a fun was, club. It was so yeah. tiny though. Those little Those places they they get tight, they get fun. Yeah, and people get rowdy. Yeah. Well, it only takes ten people to pack the place. So yeah, <laughs> totally. Those small venues for a for a punk band is what it's all about. You know, I I. I no stage. I would take a small venue with a band I love over a, a big gig any day of the week, like yeah, to absolutely. watch, you know, because you just you, the en- the energy in the room is just, you know, it's indescribable, and that's something we've been, you know, we've been bereft of over the past couple of years, you know. I'm, I'm sure it's hurt Butch because you know, like the the kind of band you are, it's like No Name Scar Band in the sense that there's not a huge amount of point in playing like a spaced out gig. You know, mm-hmm. it's not really, you can do it, right. but it's like, it's so not the point of it, you know. Yeah. Killbillies could kind of do do our thing because we could just sort of tinkle away in the corner of tiki bars and stuff and, you know, it was fine. But, no. um, you know, for rock bands, it's just been... Yeah, brutal. rock bands, it's been terrible because rock yeah. bands, like, big energy, a lot of people, We're not masses. background music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not that... It, and like we do, we've done gigs. Like Butch has done four-hour gigs and done tons of like cover-type gigs and stuff just to get like you know pay for the you know, recordings and stuff like that, and pay for along the tours. And it's uh, it's definitely like always weird for us because even our lightest songs come out with so much energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it, it's. Uh, it's hard to like contain it in places where people are eating, and you're just like, all right, like trying to like play back as much as you can, and, like still just blaring yeah. loud because it's a full drum set and it's mm-hmm. a yeah, lot. Yeah, totally. Well, your covers are always real fun too, man. Like you guys do, um, you know, a lot. A lot of your covers, I wouldn't say are even covers. I would say they're more like original covers. You know, like you, you guys, yeah, you guys, just like Killbillies. You know, we do stuff there. You guys do the same thing. I mean, like you have songs that you that are covers but you've made them your own it's like in your style yeah absolutely. Um, and it's that's the know, way to do it totally obvious, is yeah. a cover band yeah. Yeah. absolutely well and it makes it more fun in general because people like to hear the songs but unless you're really gonna freaking nail it exactly right and be a tribute yeah then do something different and absolutely. make it sound fun and be like oh I like it in this style I like it right. in this style yeah you, you know catch people, people off guard so they, yeah they get and like people that it. aren't into punk if you play them like Elvis in a punk fashion, they they're like, oh, that's awesome! Like burn in love, yeah, burn in yeah. love. People love that thing. I Uncle, love that you Uncle do Uncle a Jai the Cat song. I didn't even know people knew who Jai the Cat were until you <laughs> said <laughs> that. No one else, was, no one else really does. Yeah, because I, I, Sonic Boom Six toured with Jai the Cat like a bunch of times back in the day, and then when I saw you doing a Jai the Cat, song, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah. what? It's amazing. I love that. It's yeah. one of my favorite songs. It's just like a really, really the the 
like that's government. The sound, word, right? yeah, the words in it are great. The the song is fun. They're a great band. They yeah. really are. They just they've stuck at it through the years. They you know they're real, real salt of the earth. Two great guys. Yeah, totally. But um, all right. So I know that you've been working on an album and stuff. What's where are you currently at with with that with new? We recordings? have about. Seven or eight songs that are ready to be recorded. We had a recording that of about f- what three of them? Four. Yeah, three songs. We had three like songs that, we, that ago, were right? done, but we ended up losing that just by technical errors and crap like that. So we like had it, but then we ended up losing it. But now we've kind of re- revamped on those a little bit, which is you know always a nice thing. You know, when you come back to something, sure, it's sure, always yeah. going to be different than it was before. So now we've got about seven or eight that we're pretty much scheduling to go in to record, record at this point. Nice. We're like, we literally sent Justin the messages and it was like trying to figure out when we're going to start setting everything up to do it. Are you going to do it here? Yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah cool. Yeah. You think an EP or are you going to keep adding to that and do a full-length album? Uh, honestly, I think we're going to start re- like releasing singles. Yeah. I want to start yeah. releasing just singles. That's the way to go. That's the way to go because we want this to be a full album. There's a eventually lot of stuff there'll here. be an album, but it's it's more. I, eventually, I want to make an actual a vinyl album. However yeah. many it takes to get to whatever that is, and make a nice dope val- vinyl album. Yeah. Um, and might even take some of our old songs and re-record a couple of them that we really want to like freshen up and like we do differently. We had a different guitarist earlier on, so things were like he came on, did him his way, sort of, but now does some of them totally different. Some of them I would like to add vocal harmonies on or, like like he was saying, melody lines. Yeah. Some of them don't have any. They could definitely use them and stuff like that. So, it's, yeah, Yaz is recording it, right? Yeah. 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 So um, I'm just about to, in a couple of weeks, I'm just about to start working here, actually. Um, Tyler, you teach out of here, and, um, and Yaz. Um, you too, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, yeah. And, and Yaz, um, Yaz teaches out of here. And um, it's a cool spot, yeah, where we're sitting. It's like um, going to be my new uh, place Congrats, of work. Dude. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome home. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, totally. So if anyone wants to have lessons from me, come to this place where we are right now. Well, the community <laughs> is down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's off Northlake. Come, yeah. come and check it out. Uh, um, yeah, so in terms of future plans, are you starting to plot getting back on the road again or anything? Have you managed to? Yeah, I definitely want to. You know, with this whole, like, you know, COVID crap, it's been weird getting to. But now it seems like everybody's starting to get out. And I think for next off season, right, we'll probably set something up around, like, you just started a, a, a business this year too, so yeah. it's got to be hard to like to say I'm going to walk away for two weeks yeah, and leave it in the hands of, weeks, of yeah. people that have only been there for X amount of time. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, I can imagine that. That's uh, yeah. I'm definitely hoping that in the summertime, like next summer, fall, sure. really. Usually, we like to tour in fall because it sucks here. Florida is terrible in the fall, August, September. Yeah. It's always terrible. We go up north and we get away and we go to where like the leaves well, are changing. I'm thinking yeah. I'm thinking that um that because we share James with Killbillies and Butch that I think we should do a Butch Killbillies tour. We should all <laughs> pile awesome. into the Armada, yeah. we'll put a trailer in the back. I'm and a, away we go. Both bands could have a lot of extra members and be yeah, totally, totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Interchangeable pieces. Oh right. man, I'd be I'd be totally down to sit in with you guys on right. a few songs. You That'd know? be so much fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. we got Ty on drums on, yeah. on some Killbilly stuff. We got Joe come in and do some guitar work or whatever. That'd be fun, man. Yeah, man. You know what? I've I've thought about that many times, but uh, but now it's uh, now it's like 
been digitally recorded, so we <laughs> don't do it. It's out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now and, it has to happen. And the, and the tour and the tour needs to have a a, a, st- a stop at Sun Studios in Memphis, so we can yes. record the Kill Billy's album. Oh yeah, yes. so we had this cool, we had this <laughs> idea, cool. yeah, where we wanted to go and do the the, the idea was that we were going to like drive to Memphis. Um, do a couple of gigs on the way, record an album or however many songs, and then and then come back and do a couple of gigs and record the whole thing. Because you know, it's like with Kilbillies and everything, it'd be a pretty neat kind of angle to do the you know Sun Studios because it's you know that kind of country sort of yep. thing and everything. Oh, but yeah, Sun why don't we tie it all into like a giant ne- mega tour? Yeah, now <laughs> I'm thinking Kilbillies Butch, you know, tour with with a split like four to six song EP at Sun Studios. Uh, now we're talking. <laughs> when, when we played Boston, you guys headline, and when we play like Memphis, we <laughs> 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 yeah. Actually, we should do it the other way around just to really throw people off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny like um, how incestuous the scene is down here. Everyone's played with everyone else at some point. And that's, you know, that can be... A, a double-edged sword but I think it's mostly a great thing you know I have met all my best friends through playing music down here yeah know? for sure I mean Hector and yeah. I are in Euphobia together yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. yeah exactly <laughs> like, you mentioned Joey earlier I play with his band Jazzilla too there's like 12 bands sitting at this table right now which is <laughs> crazy <laughs> just putting yeah. all the bands that are here <laughs> together <is> really sick <laughs> we should do a festival and it'd be like eight guys like doing <laughs> playing and it's, and it's, all, and it's just all constantly just, changing yeah. back and forth <laughs> <laughs> Switching instruments. <laughs> that would be epic. So the um, so when are we doing this? <laughs> what the festival? Yeah, no, I, started, I know, right? We the ETO in. Yeah, we have to get on it for sure. So you've done live streams out of here. Um, how how have you enjoyed them? And like um and you know like tell us a little bit about your experiences doing live streams out here. I think the fact that we've done several of them now is cool because yeah. it's a different perspective each time. Yeah. Like the first time you do it, there's no way if you've never done it to prepare for the end of a song. Yeah. <laughs> the song ends and you're on your fade out and you're just like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so I think we got to do next. another song now. Yeah. So. Someone writes, yay. And you see it on the screen. And that's like, well, you get When Yaz was on here, <laughs> I thought he did something that was hilarious and cool. He just needed it to be right. So he had a keyboard behind him that he just had applause <laughs> on. So in between his songs, he was, I thought that was a really good idea. Yeah, uh, Cause that was funny. The silence, I think, it's awesome because it's like studio quality while playing live. But at yeah. the same point, it's it's it is odd, isn't it? It's a little odd. Yeah, I the I know that comedians um have been having a terrible time with it because they are like reliant on people laughing. Yeah, like, they f- have no idea how it's yeah. going. Yeah, how do you feed off the audience? And like again, you're talking about energy shows and stuff like that. You can't get the energy out there if you're not getting any on like back to give it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we just played um, a couple Saturdays ago. We just had that show at, uh, or last Saturday, whatever it was, um, at uh, O'Shea's um, for my wife's birthday. Yeah. And, and it was it was just one of those nights where it just clicked, and we just had an amazing crowd all night long, and like everything we played. I mean, like God, we could have like you know thrown the guitar on the floor and stepped on it. People would be like, "Woo!" We you know? have yeah, at all. It, like people were just enjoying, and it was just there was such energy in that room that I just I had such a good time and fed off of that. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I've done the live streams and there's a lot of pluses to it, but that is the one, you know, the one negative is is that you you get to the end of the live stream and you go, oh, 
Okay. Right, we need Did everyone like who's it? watching it to Did have you... their own mics too, and then you. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. If they had like a like a one mass mic and just heard them like wooing a little, yeah. in any way, shape, or form, it would be a little bit helpful. It's, it's just like just so to, nothing. You just need to have Justin like pump in like a crowd applause or something at the end <laughs> oh, of every yeah. song, so that you feel so you feel the energy a little then bit. Then you, you start know? tripping out that you were on like a sitcom or something. Scooby Doo, subtle laugh track. <laughs> No, but I mean, you know, I, I know that I was glad that we did it. We, we we did it right back in December and ended up using the audio to put a, a live record out. And and it's you know that that it's nothing like playing live, but it's it's a cool it's cool that it's a thing now. And and you know, if there's any sort of benefits from the awful couple of years we've been through, it's it's that the, the, these facilities now exist, you know, that yeah, live music absolutely. community included. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, everyone's really up there game. And all, like, I mean, I, when I watch all the live music community stuff, I love it. I freaking, I watch, like, I watch it on my TV, and it's like, yeah, like, it's in HD. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I do, I do enjoy that. Like, but at the same point, it's not, like you said, it's not the same with the energy. It's, yeah. But, but you know, but you hit, you, you hit something there that's kind of a, a nice benefit uh, a nice benefit to the live stream versus just playing somewhere is, you know, you play somewhere and, you know, e- e- back to that show the other day, you know, we-, we played and it was a lot of energy and I walked away feeling great. But I have no idea what we looked like and I have no idea what we sounded like. You walk away from the live stream, you go home and you watch it again and again and again. And, <laughs> and you can you can pick out the stuff you, you like, mean, you can pick yeah. out the stuff you don't like, and then you can critique yourself and do better the next time. Um, and you, know, you hear it from your um, bandmates every time how you messed up the, the intro right, to right, a song that we did on a live stream. But it's, <laughs> but it's nice. It's nice to have that recording to go back We've and actually it. watch yourself and see yourself, which you don't ever get a chance to do. So you yeah. know that's got to be a nice you know. Oh, I got a funny anecdote about that. Long, right at the beginning of. Um, when I was in Sonic Boom Six, it was when mini discs were a thing, and <laughs> um, and the sound guy had recorded uh, our set onto mini disc. We were all really pumped to hear it, you know, because we had this sort of idea of what we thought we sounded like in our head. We all heard it, and we were just horrified. <laughs> we were just like, "Oh my god, that's what we sound!" It was so embarrassing to listen to it. It was like we were all singing out of tune like crazy, but the guitar was out of tune, just crashing, walloping. It sounded like a band falling down a flight of stairs. <laughs> 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 terrible. But luckily, you know, I'm going, I guess it's a good thing we did hear that because we got significantly better after that. But yeah, yeah, being able to critique yourself in that detail of a manner is definitely yeah, a cool yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, on the subject of uh, playing music, why don't you guys um, play us a couple of songs? Yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah, let's do it. See you soon. I think about sex. I think about money. Think about weed that reminds me past the bong. Think about food, what's in my tummy, about all the things I can say to you in this song. I think about my future, I think about where I'm gonna be, think about my friends and my crazy family. I wanna get to know you, dream about the things I cannot see, wanna leave in trouble with you. Me 
emotions I don't know why I keep them bottled up inside All this stress stopped the commotion It took time but I remodeled myself right I wanna get to know you First I had to learn who I could be But I need to travel with you You and me are all reality This episode is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill, which is a uh, it's a biker bar up in Tequesta, which is between um, Jupiter and Stewart up in on US One there in uh, right on the border of Palm Beach County and Martin County. It's a it's a bar that my father-in-law Peter Pinello um, reopened. It used to be called Judy's, and um, it it was just a, a real kind of like legendary hole in the wall place where um, it just has parking for bikes out front and if you you know 
come in a car, then you can park on the places either side. But it really is you know, like a bona fide biker bar, and it and it it has a a crew of guys who who are always there. And but it's also very welcoming to um, to new people and to anyone who wants to come and check it out. And um, recently, we've been um, upping our game with the music. And um, so what we've been doing is we've got uh, every second Thursday of the month, we have a a bike night from six to nine. And then on Saturdays, um, we're going to start doing music from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. in the evening. And uh, on Sundays, we're doing two to five p.m. And um, yeah, so uh, we've got a gig coming up, actually. Um, This uh, weekend, we got uh, Jeff Livingston is going to be playing. Yeah, and he's he's awesome uh, musician. It's Saturday, June 19th. And he's playing with his his friend, uh, Jim Siggy. I'm really looking forward to that. He kills it. He's a local musician who's been around here for ages. We should get him on the show, actually. Yeah, for sure. You know, because he's a very talented guy. He used to play a lot with Vince and... um, He's been in all sorts of. I know he plays with the shareholders now as well, nice. and um, and you know he's kept busy for, for for decades playing music around here. So he, you know, I'm sure he has some fantastic stories. But anyway, yeah, he's going to come and play up at Handlebars. So um, thank you very much, Handlebars, for uh, sponsoring the episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. good food, lot a lot food. of good beers on tap. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and you come and come friendly, and meet Jamie, the, the bar, yeah. the, the the lady behind the bar. She's real cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, the original Judy's had a lot of different lagers on tap, and we wanted to kind of honor that. So we have a great selection of beer in there. Fantastic. Yeah. And so a lot, a lot of good, a lot of good bands that have been playing there on Monday. Yeah. Band. I have a I have a list of some of the guys that are playing there over the next. Uh, month or so we've got um you, you may have heard of news from brie we've got um slip mahoney who is a um from slipping the spin outs he's a regular he plays up there a lot we've got um sons of a tradesman playing there on july 8th we've got um power cats we've got um fox maple and um the glorious strays and um uh, jerry and the hurricanes a whole yeah. Litany of different acts, and yeah. at the moment, I'm the one who's booking the bands there at the moment, and I'm trying to just, uh, you know, mix it up and see what sticks right now. You know, just try a few different things out. So, if you want to come and see some interesting music, and you know, the, the, it's not going to be the same thing every time. So, you come and just, um, you know, who knows what you're going to, especially for the next couple of months. Yeah. There's going to be a great selection of music while we, while we kind of, you know, settle into, you know, what works and what doesn't work. So, it's going to be an exciting month for music up there. Yeah. Well, thank you, Handlebars. We, yeah, pre- we appreciate the sponsorship. So, <laughs> so um, thanks so much for playing those songs, guys. That was great. Yeah, it was that was a lot awesome. of fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. Listening to that stuff, uh, you know, I, I've I've heard you know many times, and to hear it acoustically was uh, was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's different yeah, to do it acoustically for sure. It's, yeah. but it's uh, it's a way to showcase off what we like doing the most in the songs, though, and most in our music. Yeah. yeah, the harmonies are really solid, I, I just, and the the chorus and the hooks are great too. Um, Tyler, can you tell us a little bit about what um, the songs were about? Um, just trying to get away, like out of out of my own head, kind of thing, you know. Right. So the second song that we sang was uh, in our spaceship. I don't know where I got that from, but. I just wrote a song with a spaceship. In it it's well. cool, man. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of good songs with space and spaceships. And Absolutely. I just like the idea, and but it's like kind of trying to get out of my own head is really where it's at. 
I can relate to that. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Live in the moment and get out of your racing thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, it really brought me back to uh, the days when you used to play Cajon with, uh, with yeah, Gilbilly. I know, I miss that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's cool, man. I'll we'll have to have you come do a uh, special guest spot at one of our uh, one That'll of be our awesome. Gigs. Yeah, totally. So are either one of those songs, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but are either one of those songs on any of your albums or is this all new material? They're not on an album, but we have played them in our live streams that we've done here. Yeah. So okay. at least you can hear them on YouTube, but they sound like not acoustically. Okay. And I don't, I don't think we've I done think our we've own done, reality. Yeah, I think we did it in the first one. And we oh, did maybe. Spaceship in our most recent one. Okay. Are they on the new album? They will be. They will be on the new album, yeah. Right. There's the, that line... What's in my tummy? <laughs> that's the best line in punk it's rock. The biggest, man. the biggest, the biggest line in punk rock. I swear yeah, to God, it is. When he said it, we were like, "It's perfect." It, it, it was, it was perfect. I don't know why. It, I, you know, I think I know why it works. It's because it has this wonderful kind of naivety to it. Yes. It's very sweet sounding, you know. Yeah. I think, and you know, in amongst this kind of sort of rough and tumble kind of song. Like you have this sort of moment of innocence and naivety, which I think just works so well. Yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Coming yeah. from you, that means a lot. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess you know the next thing that we do on the show is we talk about gear, and I don't think we're going to do um, a pedal board this week, but instead we're going to talk to you about um, about your amps and how you how you dial in your tone and what you use. What do you use, James? I use orange. Right. I use all orange uh, amps, and yeah. uh, I don't even barely use any pedals anymore. I used to use a couple overdrive pedals, and I still kind of sometimes use an overdrive pedal just to get some zing on there and make yeah. it stand out a little bit more. But nine times out of ten, <clears throat> I can get almost all the tone I want, all the mid-range and punch that I really want to get out of the head I, that I have. Yeah, it's an cool. orange, an orange. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's head. the yeah, it's the orange head on an orange cabinet. So it's okay. got it's the orange. I think it's the OBX one. Okay, it's like their, um, I want to say five hundred watt AB amp. It's not like it's not a class D, so it seems to just have a little bit more, more present. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more presence for the wattage. Right, and uh, I usually do it on my hollow body bass, which yeah. gives it also a nice, different like warm tone. That's a cool bass. I love Definitely that my bass. baby. And like, do you have any um, kind of role models in terms of tone? Like, is there anyone that you, when you were setting out to create your tone, that you wanted to emulate? Yeah, definitely. Like, like Matt from Rancid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is, I mean, his tone just like you can hear it zinging through. Yeah. All the time, no matter how. With all both of those ridiculous guitarists, you could still hear it. No problem. It had its own space. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's cool. Well, um, what about you, Joe? What are you using? So I didn't get the memo of getting a picture of the pedal board. Yeah, but uh, I, I use a deluxe reverb, a Fender amp, and I use Fender guitars pretty much mostly. Right. And then just effects-wise, I always have an overdrive and a fuzz just because, you know, some of the punkier punk songs I like to throw the fuzz on. Otherwise, yeah. just get that extra boost if it's a fast song with overdrive. Um, yeah, cool. Do you have a favorite pedal? Hmm. I have yes, this. Yes, he does. It's I that do. freaking stupid. It's one that I do Yeah, I have, I have a nice reverb pedal. pedal that it's I not get. stupid. It's an amazing pedal, but it's uh, <laughs> it, was it can be vicious. Some small New Zealand company. I just stumbled into it and bought it. Like you can't, I can't even tell who it's made by anymore. I don't remember. All the faces worn off. Right. It's like hand painted and stuff. But is it great? Just big sort of like washes just, and yeah. It's a liquid reverb with, and it's got. It'll do a 
octave up and down on oh, the really? reverb through, or it'll do a fifth up and down. Oh, cool. Or, or a bend, where if you leave it on the bend and you hold one of the, the buttons on it, it, it will up or down, just horror movie style, bend the note away. Oh, wow. It sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Check it, out. it really I, is. I try cool to use it as sparingly as possible because it's an overwhelming <laughs> pedal, but. You can fill up the room with it in two seconds. Had to, buy a, compre- <laughs> had to buy a compression pedal because if I combine it with anything, I just triple in volume. So seeing as we're kind of going around the room and doing it a bit differently this week, do you have any specific gear that you... Uh, uh, my you pedals know? is Tama. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I have, a, I have a Tama Rockstar. Um, I like it a lot. I've had it since my dad got it for me back in the way day. Yeah. So I've had it my whole life pretty much. Um, in terms of snares, do you have a like a, a uh, type of snare that you prefer? Yeah, I like yes. pork pie. Yeah, pork pie snares. I like. I have a little squealer, and I have the the big uh, bobs. Cool. The eye shaker. Eye shaker, and uh, <laughs> I also have a Mapex Mydentity kit that is like that customize your own kit kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. I have different size drums, and that's the one that you've got like a like a one up two down configuration for your toms, or like two floor toms, or yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah one one, one rack, rack two, two floor. Floors, yeah. And they're all like much deeper, you know. Yeah, that one's got so, a, a very. Yeah. That's that's the kit I record with. So right. any, any like real recording that we have, it's that kit that you're hearing. Okay, nice. But any live show I do, the Tamla Rockstar. It's awesome. just my beater kit. Yeah. So I guess you guys don't have any um, shows coming up immediately, do you? Not right mm-hmm. now. Nah, studio work is really what's we're trying to get this done because yeah. we got so close to it before. We need to like. Uh, finish it and get the stuff out so we can I can get relate it. man I can relate like um, like we're, we're at a point with no name where we've we yeah, it's had this a huge thing. hiatus yeah, yeah massive yeah, yeah exactly yeah we're gonna make sure to uh, um, you know when the show comes out we always put in the um, in the show notes whether it's the YouTube version or the uh, podcast version you know we put for whoever the guest is we put all the all the links to all your social media and your website and YouTube and anything like that so we'll make sure to put um, links to your live streams from live music community yeah, here because yeah. yeah. if you know I mean, that's, but we'll probably do another one of those again soon yeah. but those are definitely the most recent stuff that we've done yeah I figure you guys don't have any shows coming up so if somebody wants to check you out that, what better way to, yeah. to watch yeah. an actual show on there absolutely you know? Yeah, and our last out. one really had a, like like a good selection of our new music that cool. like some yeah. of our best stuff. But yeah, if cool. somebody really wants to really get like like a good feel for who Butch is, they have to watch the Christmas one because you're all wearing freaking onesie <laughs> yeah. pajamas yeah, and stuff, that was, and yeah. that was just epic. Yeah, it was, it was a ton. <laughs> that of was fun the to least do. comfy I've ever been in a onesie. It was oh, so you hot. had to be sweating. <laughs> oh, uh, every time I've worn a onesie on stage, it's the most vicious thing ever. It's, it's so hot on there. Like the you, fact you go into it thinking it's going to be okay. You're like, it's not. It's, it's totally fine. It's We're playing out. a couple songs. It's going to be, be fine. Okay. We're indoors. We're inside. We have fans. All these things. It's within the first song. You're like, I'm totally covered in sweat. I'm, I'm drenched. I think it's pretty epic to to be able to say, you know, that you wore a onesie on stage. But the fact that you could actually say every time I've worn a like that's crazy. Okay, How many so, times have you worn so a onesie? Hang on. So wait, hang so, on. So handlebars, you know, this biker bar. We went and played at the States MC Clubhouse. Oh wow! And I wore. A grumpy bear onesie. Oh my god! <laughs> he shows up as a freaking Care Bear. Yeah, <laughs> at a it motorcycle was, club. Yeah, it was their over. Halloween. It was their Halloween party, and I showed up in a grumpy bear onesie. That's pretty uh, tough, man. I'm impressed. It was <laughs> amazing. Hilarious. It was a blast. They had to have loved it, though. They did. <laughs> we had so much. I, we had so much fun. 
They were pouring whiskey down our throats while we oh, were that playing. Was, that was something else. They wanted you to Brought fall out while up. you were playing. Yeah. That was like their goal. That's what it sounds. I think it sounds like Butch is uh, is fi- is vying to get a uh, head of ours gig. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I heard diversity in a lot of different acts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to test where your volume limits are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so listen. Yeah. Um, we'll do our uh, shameless Killbillies plug for next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so uh, as we mentioned before, you're going on holiday, so we actually only have one gig this week, and it is Friday night at Sailfish Brewing in Fort Pierce. That's yeah, right. So yeah. come see us. Yeah, so if you want to see James, yeah. come down to <laughs> Sailfish Brewing. It's a cool spot, and Zach Jones, who was on um, last week, uh, um, does all the booking for there and a whole bunch of multimedia stuff for them, and it's a really cool place. I yeah, love that place. Yeah, it's a killer spot. Is that um, the place we did on the New Year's? Yep. Yeah, okay, that, that place was we, a ton of fun. That's yeah. the place, yeah, that's the place where we play yeah. on that like front porch patio-looking thing or something, and people are walking by the sidewalk and like, yeah, stopping and listening. we stopped a lot of people there. It was like yeah. you're on a good spot where like a lot of people walk by. Yeah, it's yeah. a cool spot. It's a really cool spot. So. It is. It's the, cool. uh, the the new face of Fort Pierce somewhat, you know, like a yeah. different vibe down up there in Fort Pierce. <laughs> what a thing to say. <laughs> and then uh, and then next next week, and I'm air quoting for those that are just listening, next week, because we're recording it in about 20 minutes from now, uh, Rocky Rucker, uh, bass extraordinaire, is going to be on uh, Yeah, on absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All, all round. Stay tuned for that one. All round. Yeah, yeah for real. M- musician and... Uh, and and friend and and yeah. a scholar. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you want to talk about? Uh, we were saying earlier how there's like you know twelve bands represented at this table. You could just sit Rocky here, and there's twelve bands represented <laughs> yeah. at the table. You know? So absolutely. So yeah. Um, yeah, guys. So we appreciate it. We appreciate yeah. you guys stopping by. We had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Thanks so much. You for know, coming like on, I guys. said, we'll put all your links and in, uh, in the show notes and everything and. Try to get some uh, some people out to see you once you guys start getting out and start doing some live stuff again, and keep us posted on your uh, on your albums and stuff. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Let sure, us man. let us know, and we'll share it on uh, on Thank the five for having us. Page. Yeah, it's great awesome. seeing you guys. Yeah, again. yeah man, yeah, awesome absolutely. seeing you guys again. Thanks. Man. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Take a